This is Dano's MMA. This past weekend's UFC event was a good one. Though there were a couple of key fights that fell through, overall I would think that most would consider UFC 219 a good event. Khabib's dominant performance was something to behold. That man's grappling prowess is on another level, and it's going to be very interesting to see what's next for him. In the main event, Cyborg and Holm put on a good stand-up battle to close out the new year. But the most memorable fight for me wasn't on the main card. It wasn't even on the Fox Sports 1 prelims. The bout I found most intriguing was the first fight of the night that took place on UFC Fight Pass. In that bantamweight affair, Tim Elliott took on Mark De La Rosa. Elliott, a veteran of the sport, has been in a number of unique situations over the course of his career. He was in the UFC back in 2012 and has fought the who's who of the flyweight division. But after three straight losses, he was cut from the promotion. Elliott ended up rebounding nicely, though, when he strung together a three-fight win streak and won the flyweight championship at Titan FC. There are a couple of different scenarios in which one can earn themselves a spot back on the roster after being cut from the UFC. Whether it be putting together a solid win streak, taking a short-notice fight, or earning a spot on the Ultimate Fighter, there's an argument to be had for what's the best way to get back on that roster. Elliot took what I would consider the toughest road back when he was casted on the Ultimate Fighter Season 24, but this was unlike most seasons the tough as each fighter in the house was a champion in their respective promotions, and whoever came up on top of the tournament would be awarded a chance to take on UFC flyweight champion Demetrius Johnson. The 16-man bracket was set, and by the end of the season, after earning four wins, Tim Elliott not only earned himself a spot back on the UFC roster, but a championship title fight as well. 2016 was a busy year for the man, with having two fights in Titan FC and then having to go through the tough tournament and ultimately having to fight DJ. Although he managed to take the champ the distance, he wasn't able to be the first one to get a win over DJ in the flyweight division. But onward goes his career as a UFC fighter and getting one win and one loss since his title shot. But it wasn't his place in the rankings or drama between Elliot and De La Rosa that had me so invested in seeing this fight. It was the fact that Elliot was a mere two weeks removed from unexpectedly and tragically losing his head coach, Robert Fowles. A man he held in such high regard that he relocated to Las Vegas and purchased a home just so he could train full-time under Fowles' tutelage. The MMA community is still in the process of mourning the loss, and Elliot is scheduled in a fight to take place where Fowles is supposed to be in his corner. Just the thought of being in that situation is amazing to me, and it's not something I can ever imagine going through with. So needless to say, I was surprised when I heard that the fight would still be taking place. In interviews on Fight Week, Elliot made no bones about it. He was very candid about the fact that he drowned his sorrows in booze and spent most of his time in the lead-up to this fight in a drunken stupor. It was reported that in the couple of weeks since the passing of Fallis that Elliot had lost upwards of 10 pounds from just not taking care of himself. That was incredible to me because not being 100% ready both mentally and physically is extremely dangerous in this sport. So the thought of an individual coping with such a tragic loss in all of the wrong ways just days before having to step in the cage is a recipe for disaster. Thankfully, 
Elliot, in pre-fight interviews, said that on fight week, his team arrived in Las Vegas and pulled him out of the mess he was in and set him straight. He talked about how they got him in line and started preparing him for this fight, but I still didn't know if it would be enough given the circumstances. I was tuning into that fight because I really wanted to see him pull out a win. Against all the odds, as it would be an awesome tribute to an awesome man who many held in such high regard. And Elliot did just that. In 1 minute and 140 seconds into the second round, he locked on the Anaconda choke and earned a win in an amazing tribute to his late coach. Elliot, clearly emotional given all he has endured over the past couple of weeks, kept the post-fight speech short and sweet. He said, Thank you, Mark De La Rosa. Robert Fallis, I love you. Thank you for everything. And then he made his exit. The fact that he won a performance of the night bonus to the tune of $50,000 extra on his paycheck is a nice little addition to the story and was greatly deserved as well. In the post-fight interview, Elliot said that even though Fallis wasn't there yelling at him, everything that he has ever said is still in his head and that it's all still very fresh in his mind. With that being said, I think that Elliot's tribute to Robert Fallis doesn't end with that fight. It's just beginning. Following Tim Elliott make his coach proud from here on out is a journey I'm looking forward to. 